Today, Joe Biden pushes gun control and Ron DeSantis making more big moves in the state of Florida. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today joined by, uh, these are some of my favorites. We've got Alex Stein, Blaze TV contributor and host of Conspiracy Castle, which you should be subscribed to. You should also be subscribed to Sydney Watson's channel. We have Sydney Watson, of course, uh, and uh, that is, Sydney Watson is the name of the channel. Very so. creatively named. She always so. says that. Very creatively named. But you know what? I think simple. Keep it simple. It's the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. That's what people understand. Yeah. Not calling you stupid, but it's because people aren't smart. It's okay, Alex. It's fine. The I KISS method is effective. That's why you have almost a million subs. So, no, it's working. Is, is 700,000 almost a million? Because yeah. I feel like yeah, it's not. Yeah, you can round that up. I think up. it is. You yeah. can round we, it up. Rounding, okay. Yeah, I have a million subscribers. There yeah. you go. You're you on your way. It it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's way more subscribers than I have. So. Yeah, me too. All right. So, let's get into this all of this gun talk. So Joe Biden scheduled to have a uh, a talk, I guess, a statement. He made a statement on gun violence. And, you know, we saw this coming. We knew they were going to push for the same old legislation that isn't going to work because, as it turns out, criminals uh, are not deterred by things like laws. But uh, Joe Biden, anyway, said uh, that, uh, you know, he's taking aim at gun manufacturers. He's taking aim at a at assault weapons, whatever those are. And uh, let's play a little bit of Joe Biden making a really, really interesting statement that gun manufacturers are the only industry in the country that has this kind of immunity. Watch. Mm. We should repeal the liability shield that often protects gun manufacturers from being sued for the death and destruction caused by their weapons. They're the only industry in this country that has that kind of immunity. So can McDonald's be sued when people die from obesity and uh, heart disease? Can cars be sued, car manufacturers be sued when uh, someone uses their car to drink and drive and kill someone? Uh, how about the vaccines? How about the pharmaceutical companies? And it's not just the COVID vaccine. They are not liable if they cause damage to you or your family for any of the childhood vaccines that are on the CDC schedule look up the 1986 Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. They have blanket immunity, but we're supposed to believe that gun manufacturers should be liable because their product worked well. Yeah, well, they they, they bankrupted uh, Remington after Sandy Hook, and we know this, so no... I was literally just about to Google that because I was like, I know somebody paid mm -hmm. someone out recently, like millions and millions and millions of dollars, a yeah. gun manufacturer. But they settled. It. Alex knows yeah. things. Well, but, but they settled, right? And I didn't understand that. Yeah, but regardless, the elephant in the room is that he is so out of touch with reality, he's acting like, you know, that that's the only industry immune to liability when we know, even though the vaccine is the most safe and effective thing ever created, that they have no liability if somebody, which very rarely, never, ever, ever has it ever happened, has anybody ever had an adverse reaction to it, but if that somehow possibly did ever happen, they would have no liability. So he's just out of touch. He doesn't even know his own rules. I don't think he can string words into sentences correctly, let alone understand the actual, you know, the nuances of all, all this sort of stuff. I, I think you make a good point, though, because I think that one of the saddest things in existence now is that the amount of people who have had adverse reactions to vaccines is skyrocketing. No. 
it's false. Not, it's okay. Nobody's it's, had it's an adverse reaction. Zero, to zero, zero. Bad things have happened. Yeah. Dr. Fauci, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. <laughs> What's so sad, though, is that these people are completely forgotten in any conversation pertaining to, you know, immunity and whatnot. And it makes me sad because I think that, you know, when they go to doctors, the doctors won't listen and they can't really help because they go, we don't really know what to do with you. It's not being studied. And then you also have drug manufacturers who, again, like you rightly say, Alex, I mean, they have basically zero responsibility and accountability in mm -hmm. these situations, and the government doesn't care about it because they're taking their cut. Um, so I, I do think it's interesting that we fixate so heavily on gun violence, which, mind you, there is a problem with gun violence in democratic cities with gangs. That's 100% mm -hmm. a thing. And yes, is it nice to see news about mass shootings and whatnot? No, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. And I wish that there was something that could be done about that, and there are things that can be done about that, but it's actually a lot more complicated than this blanket solution of let's just ban the guns. Let's just pass the next piece of legislation to, you know, go on top of the other 20,000 pieces of legislation already in place to stop gun violence. Like, okay, cool. Yep. That's going to happen. I mean, but, but really like when it comes down to it, what we're talking about when we compare uh, the pharmaceutical companies and their immunity, it, that's like way worse than when really at the end of the day, you're saying the gun is efficient and you could be sued for that. Right. It's like, I, yeah, and shame on them for having a gun that like was not efficient. I guess like it just do it doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah, and, and that's what the product is supposed to do. And Biden's not even talking about Hunter Biden lying on a form to get a gun. Yeah. He actually yeah. broke the same laws that he's trying to invoke. And then on top of that, Sydney, you made a great point. Listen, they're trying to create the United States of Chicago. They want it to be like yeah. you know they don't ever talk about the gun violence in Chicago because they want that to happen everywhere. Because just like Sarah said, when they take away the guns. The military, police, and criminals are all still going to have them. Yeah. Um, so I want you, you mentioned Hunter Biden uh, lying on the form, and that was one of the things that, that Joe wants to do. I want to go over a couple other ones that he listed yesterday. And of course, but let me just tell you, he prefaced it by saying uh, this isn't about taking away anyone's rights. So don't worry. <laughs> he said it's not taking, uh, it's not about taking away your rights. So it's not about taking away your rights. It's, it's just that he said he wants to ban semi-automatic weapons. He said he wants to ban... Uh, high-capacity magazines. Uh, he wants to enact red flag laws that strip Americans of due process. Uh, he wants to go after the gun manufacturers, as we mentioned. He wants to raise the minimum age to buy a gun from 18 to 21. Um, and, of course, uh, there's still the uh, lying on the ATF form that's a felony that can carry a 10-year prison sentence with a $250,000 fine. I would like to see him uh, make Hunter serve that time before he tells the rest of the American public <laughs> what they should or shouldn't be doing. But, I mean, you want to talk about crazy. Banning semi-automatic weapons. That would take away practically every weapon on the market today. I mean, I guess you could have, like, a revolver. A musket. Sarah, when they wrote the Constitution, they had muskets. You could have a, a, a bolt-action shotgun, I guess. I, like, I... And, and, but, like, the problem is that all of the people pushing for this legislation know nothing about guns. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they're like, you know, the semi-automatic ones are the really scary ones. And I, it's like, no, my tiny 380 that I use for personal protection is a semi-automatic weapon. My P365 that I, that's my everyday carry, that's a semi-automatic weapon. They would not allow me to have that. So you don't want citizens to protect themselves? Like, Much as I love Australians and much as I love many people in European countries, I do love listening to their comments when it comes to the American gun debate. Mm -hmm. I found this meme the other day that was like, 
I can't even describe it because it'll ruin it. But basically, it was just that. It was basically like SpongeBob bursting through a wall being Europe and Australia. Like, haha, we know about guns. And it's like, yeah, but not really, though. Yeah. Like, really, you don't. Yeah. So it's funny listening to them because, again, and I say this with all the love in my heart, you know, coming from Australia, where people, for some reason, everybody thinks that Australia is the country to emulate when it comes to gun control. And I, I mean, if anything, you kind of want to hop across the pond to maybe New Zealand that, you know, until recently, they only just banned uh, a lot of firearms. And up until that point, they didn't really have, a, you know, tremendous registration. A lot of people owned guns and whatnot. And it was actually quite similar to the United States. And then obviously one mass shooting by an Aussie and everything changes. So it's really interesting listening to people because it's the people who don't understand firearms, who've never held one, never fired one, never had anything to do with them that had the most to say about them. And I always think to myself, you know, if you really want to deal with this problem, why is it that the attention is always on, oh, the gun itself? I mean, this is the, the, like the right-wing talking point, is it not? But it's true. Why is it always on the gun itself and all of the misinformation surrounding firearms rather mm. than, hey, maybe we should actually deal with people that are not super um, well-adjusted and maybe we should deal with the fatherlessness problem. Maybe we should deal with the drug problem that's going on in the country. It just well, makes me mad. I mean, it, the myopicness of the, the whole you thing. You can't do that because these are problems that the Democrats have created. Mm-hmm. These are problems that, that, that the Democrats true. have created. They do so love how opiates. can you? They do love. They do love. In DC, uh, they do love them good druggers. They 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 want that. Yeah, they're well, about that. They're literally trying to break down the family unit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like, a fact. You look at the Black Lives Matter uh, manifesto. You look at. I mean, they're they're saying it out loud. They are trying to do these things. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't possibly face that. Well, technically, I do agree with them. I think we should outlaw all guns and just have paintball guns because paintballing <laughs> is so guns. fun. And I mean, you know, knives are <laughs> have fun you been, too. Have you been? actually ever shot though with a paintball gun because it's oh, yeah, very painful. Myself. Yeah, oh, it I, feels be- good. I believe that. Yeah, you, to teach you, myself a lesson. I have a sadomasochistic. Yes. I, I have a very weird mm. fetish. I that explains why you walk gun. around hitting yourself with a belt the other day. And, oh, I get it now, <laughs> yes, Sarah. Yes. I meant to ask you, Alex, are you okay from uh, the other night? Because you got like really. I mean, you got assaulted it's, at the Beto O'Rourke. I hear you got manhandled. I did. You did. By, by a pastor, a guy named Freddie Haynes. He has a Friendship West Church, and he's a pulpit pimp, as they call him. And mm. he's got a big congregation. Mm. He's, he one, has, he's the person who pays very people to riot? Yeah, he's very oh, pastor, good. and he loves abortion. He's actually one oh. of, yeah, so he's one of those Christians huh. that, that is very Jesus-like, because Jesus loved abortion, too. So, um, yeah, he's one of these good guys. But, yeah, I got a little manhandled, but like I said, I kind of have, um, I kind of like to get manhandled. But I hear, I hear it actually hurt you, though. You were hurt. Nothing can hurt me. I'm primetime 99 Alex Hine. The only thing they can hurt me is when they kill me and put me in a grave. Everything else is just a, kind of like a headache. Speaking of guns, though, you want to know something really humorous? Well, this is not humorous. This is sad <laughs> and humorous. Um, after 1996 in Australia, when they ban- when they passed all that legislation to ban firearms, the ones that they banned were not even the guns that have been used in mass shootings in the country. Well, of course not. Is that not your favorite piece of information? Mm. Like, let's ban the guns, but not the ones that people use in mass shootings. Well, look what right. happened to Canada. You can still yeah. get them. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, really. Oh, yeah, let's ban guns in a country <laughs> that doesn't actually have yeah. the gun violence problem. Problem. Let's, yeah, that makes, I, Trudeau needs an actual exorcism or a lobotomy. I'm not sure which. Maybe well, both. Maybe both at maybe the same both. time. If you're Fidel Castro's son, you'd feel the same way. So. I, I well, his dad loved guns. Yeah. He was a big fan. I want to go to um, uh, the congressional hearing that was held, I believe this was yesterday, Uh, they were holding it on gun legislation, and Representative David Ciceline from Rhode Island, uh, (laughs) this is interesting, he claimed that there is not one single example of an assailant being stopped by someone else with a gun. Watch. I don't think there is a single incident, and and maybe there's one, but I've not found one, of (laughs) A, an assailant using an assault weapon week, that was stopped <laughs> what? by a person with a gun. I know. Uh, so this is a 
Just maybe there's one of the thousands and thousands and thousands of shootings. The thousands and thousands and thousands of shootings, um, which, by the way, they've changed the definition of mass shooting. Yeah, they have. So that they can say that it's gone up mm -hmm. significantly. Uh, they changed the defini definition of school shootings, even, because if there's an altercation in the school parking lot, they count that as a school shooting. Yeah. But I digress. I mean, obviously, they're trying to prove the point that the, you know, the, the right would say, well, good guys with a gun stops the bad guy with a gun, and they're saying there is no case of a good guy with a gun ever stopping a bad well, guy. And, and I gotta make this point. Just every day. Yes, yeah, so that's about, the two million crimes averted annually yeah, yeah, just, because just, of a good guy with a gun. The, that's just two million, though, Sydney. There's <laughs> never a good guy with a gun, but also the homicide department, the a majority of the deaths they deal with are suicides. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, 80%. they don't even mention that. You mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's really... Well, the thing is, too, that even like in statistics about the suicides, when you take out guns from the equation, again, I just in the Australian context, I just know a lot about this. You just have hangings go up. Yeah, that's it. I would never shoot my. I mean, if I had to do it, a gun. I mean, I just feel like that. No, I'm not going to do that. Create a mess. No, I bought a few cars that had suicides in them. They were very cheap and okay. very expensive. Yeah. Wow. It, long stories, but yeah. Wouldn't the car be smushed though? If no, so there's there's companies. That oh, isn't like someone monoxided themselves? Somebody killed themselves in the car, and you bought. Because oh, I, I immediately it. think they like drove into a tree, not monoxided. No. So I'm going to go to uh, Representative Mondaire Jones, uh, who had far more to say on gun legislation. He's like, we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop until we get what we want. We're, we'll pack the court. We'll do whatever we need until we, like, I guess, get to zero net crime. Watch. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Enough. Oh, he banged the table. You will ass. not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. His name sounds like a You will like not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it, and we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. What we will do is not fail the children of this country the way that you have failed us, the generations of Columbine, Sandy Hook, Parkland, and Uvalde. I yield back, Madam Chair. And what do all those places have in co Oh, yeah, they're all gun-free zones. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like this is, like, this guy doesn't understand uh, the uh, how the separation of powers work, how the, like, checks mm. and balances, and, like, you're not actually supposed to just uh, subvert the system when you don't get your way. And you notice they love to make fun of prayer. I mean, you don't have to be super religious, but that's, like, what they go after. Enough all. of well, it. I mean, no prayer, no praying. <laughs> it's just, it's kind of, just seems like an agenda item that they have to demonize. Yeah, yeah, Sydney, last word. Oh, his name just sounds like a, like a yogurt brand. That's, Mondaire? That's I think what it's kind of fly. That. I like that name. I'm going to name my next cat Mondaire. I believe that you would do that. I Mondi, do. yeah. Mondo. Well, Mondo. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to take a quick break. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Genucel. So there are two weeks left for Genucel summer clearance sale. You can save over 60% on Genucel's most popular package over at Genucel.com. Right now, you can get Genucel's Dark Spot Corrector for free. Uh, the Dark Spot Corrector uses special peptides to visibly reduce the appearance of dark spots, age spots, sunspots. Uh, Genucel has been family-owned and operated since day one. They know times are tough right now, which is why they are not raising prices. By the way, they do guarantee results or your money back. You can sign up for Genucel's best-in-class rewards program at checkout for an extra 10% off uh, plus a complimentary gift set. Right now, uh, you can every single package that they put 
on there that you can get includes GennyCell's immediate effects for results in as little as 12 hours. You got to go there. It is GennyCell.com slash Y. 60% off over at G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Y. Governor Ron DeSantis, don't worry, nothing to see here. It's fine. Governor Ron DeSantis uh, grilled Joe Biden over the economic crisis. Uh, I want to get into, I want to talk about all of the things that Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida because there's a lot going on that he's doing. He is just like making goat moves right now. Mm -hmm. But I first want to play Ron DeSantis just completely eviscerating Joe Biden over the economy. Watch. I'm just thinking to myself, you know, what has he done since he came into office? He immediately, immediately waged war against American energy production. Mm -hmm. You see record gas prices in the United States? Well, that's a big reason why, because of his policies. He advocated for and imposed mandates and restrictions related to COVID, including having people fired from their job based on getting a COVID jab or not. And so he has created the circumstances that have led to this resounding disapproval of what he has done. He would have been better off and we would be better off if he had simply got into office and did nothing. He's got a point. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, so but I want to go through a couple of things that he's done just this week. So uh, he plans to veto, he said, tens of billions of dollars that were earmarked for the Tampa Bay Rays after the team released an anti-Second Amendment statement following, you know, of course, a couple of recent tragedies within the last couple of weeks. The Rays published a statement saying that the tragedies, quote, have shaken us to the core. This cannot become normal. We cannot become numb. We cannot look the other way. We all know if nothing changes, nothing changes which is like okay. not as insightful as they think it is, I think. But uh, they also added that they were donating tens of thousands of dollars to far-left anti-Second Amendment organizations, which is so cute. They're like, not tens of thousands from an organization that makes millions and millions of dollars. They're like, well, oh, well, we'll throw $10,000, $20,000 your way. I'm sure it'll make a difference. Uh, but Ron DeSantis does plan to veto uh, the money that is earmarked for that team after their statement. He also just announced that uh, they are asking the state board regulating doctors to essentially ban transition-related care for transgender minors. Uh, So the state health department uh, made this request after another state agency issued a 46-page report to justify banning Medicaid coverage for transgender people of any age who want puberty blockers, hormone therapies, or gender reassignment surgery. I just want to point that out. People are like, no, they're not coming after. They're not, they're, they wouldn't do surgeries on kids. No, they literally are saying they're fine doing surgeries on kids. Transgender people of any age uh, who want puberty blockers, hormone therapies, or gender reassignment surgery. Uh, and at least Ron DeSantis is putting his foot down and saying, guys, you can't keep doing this to uh, to our children. Well, you know, this is the thing is that's kind of a nuanced situation with the trans children because there is a very, very small percent percentage of people that are born intersex and the parents have to make a decision why. This is why we have have puberty blockers and hormone therapy because it's a very small amount that actually need it. The problem is, is it's being overused, overprescribed by these doctors. So what he's doing is great. It's just, it's like a systemic problem with these doctors and putting in their medical agenda. I think that's the biggest problem. You look at how many clinics there were in Texas, like, you know, 20 years ago, there's like one or two. Now there's like 15. And I think that same thing is happening in Florida. So we need less of these clinics. What he's doing is hundred percent right. Um, but they're always going to exist for that very small percentage of kids that were born with both genitals. Yeah. 
Sydney? Well, the thing that occurs to me, particularly about the transgender children stuff, is that I don't think en enough things are in place to actually protect these children. Because when you have an influx of gender ideology in schools, not just from teachers and whatnot, but also then it's making its way into the home, it's in children's shows. Like, even people that I know who've got children who are very young are like, have you seen the crap that's making its mm -hmm. way onto or into these, these cartoons and whatnot? Mm -hmm. So they're basically being pushed towards an ideology that's, I think, in a lot of ways inappropriate, especially age-wise. It's developmentally inappropriate. But I would it's say in all ways inappropriate. Well, yeah, I, I was going to follow up by, yeah, saying it. But also, generally, it's just not going to apply to 99.9% .9 of these young people. So yeah. it's inappropriate on that front as well. So basically what you're doing is forcing them, in a sense, to subscribe to an ideology that, that doesn't really mean anything to them and won't, you know, going forward, especially this is what's leading to so many young people to desist later on. What I think is so gross, though, is that how you have not only the manufacturers, the drug manufacturers like Lupron, I'm so <coughs> glad that Lupron is getting attention, particularly through Matt Walsh and his uh, new mm -hmm. documentary, because people are talking about the fact now that Lupron was or has been giving to people in the past to chemically castrate them. Yeah. Lupron also, uh, many, I think back in 2012, or I don't know, people can double check me on that one. Many years ago, they ended up having to pay, I believe it was $200 million or something to that effect. Um, because they were found giving doctors illegal kickbacks for prescribing Always. it to young people. So it's like there are all these things at play that show how messed up the system is, and it's just a money-making thing. That's all this is. It really bothers me, too, that, that everyone participates in it. So I don't think enough is being done. These are great steps, mm -hmm. but it's not enough, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Did you guys see um, there was a, an opinion piece in one of the mainstream uh, like news newspaper outlets? I can't remember which one, but it was like, saying basically, should you take your kid to these pride it events, the pride parades? HQ yeah, or yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, And it was like, it, it acknowledged, it's like, yeah, there's some nudity and yeah, there's some oh, signs pink. that are really inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, yeah, they're gonna see stuff that's inappropriate, but at the end of the day, yes, you should still take them and you should talk to your children about all of these things so that when they see the inappropriate uh, signs, uh, body parts, all of this, they'll understand. So it's all okay. You just you just gotta take them and expose them to this at a young age, Dad. What the like? How do we go from only in a couple of decades wanting to protect children and their innocence and prolong their childhood for as long as we could, and then obviously forcing them to grow up because you don't want to be a man baby forever? But how do we go from that to like? We don't actually give a crap about children. We don't care about protecting them. We don't care about their health. We don't care about any of this. Like the internet. Oh, I mean, that's a part of it, but like, how did parents get so remiss? And how did parents stop paying attention? I mean, I guess that's, I think about this stuff all the time because in some ways I feel like I, I stay pretty moderate and I know it pisses people off. But on the other hand, I feel like I've gotten very right wing. And this is one of the things I've gotten very right wing on because I just go, you know, I'm not a parent, so I can't relate on that front. But I objectively just think to myself, why, like, where's the concern? Like, where's the concern? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Well, kids are just growing up earlier and the sexualization of kids because, like I said, when I was a kid, we had one Playboy magazine we shared for, like, months, you know? <laughs> and now a kid can type in boobs at an early age on Yeah, but iPhone. why do they have access to the internet? Right, why do, right, why do children... Right. I was at the shop the yeah. other day um, trying to um, make someone buy me flowers because I wanted some nice roses. And um, there was a little child standing next to the flower stand, dropped, dropped their phone, and the mum goes, pick up your phone. And I was like, this is like a five-year-old kid. Why does the five-year-old have a phone and like a literal like an actual iPhone and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself why for like what purpose that's like saying why does McDonald's exist because people want cheap delicious give it food a Nokia, that's genetically then. modified give it a Nokia with the snake and that's what they have access to mm, I mean can you even get Nokias I want to yeah you can I get a Nokia can. not, not those 
not not With the, the ones that you're talking about. You can get about, one like ironically still, and, and like yeah. can you get a Motorola. That's what we add. Flip phones. It's very good. I mean, really, Alex, I agree with you, but I do agree. Like, what it comes down to is just the like no one wants to parent their kids. No, they want the, the television yeah. to do. The it only for you. and yeah, and I will say, most of the time, obviously there are outliers. I would consider myself one of them, but most of the time, the only people who do want to actively parent their children are the activists who are trying to turn their kids into something. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, being a parent is really hard. And that's the thing is we live in a society where doing the hard thing, doing the right thing is the hardest thing mm-hmm. to do, you know, so they take the easy route, which is the wrong thing. And then also you have to consider as well, I suppose, that parents just aren't in the home enough. I think about this all the time. I have conversations, you know, with mates of mine and whatnot, because, again, this is one of the issues where I tend to be, like, less right wing, because I think, like, I don't give a crap if it's mom or dad. Someone has to be in the home 100% of the time. That's how you end up with, you know, kids that are that are awesome. You have to have someone there, whether it's mom whether it's dad, even grandparents, you know, people who are around. I just feel strongly about kids having really good emphasis and not like other people, like teachers, imparting their values on your offspring. That's why I'm going to get a wealthy woman pregnant and be a stay-at-home dad. So <laughs> You're going to be a sugar, yeah. no, a sugar dad? Alex999 on Twitter, all my wealthy women, if you want to get knocked up, I have very high testosterone. Well, with that being said, speaking of high testosterone, I want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. Um, iTarget Pro, let me tell you, if there was ever a time to buy iTarget Pro, it is now. You guys need to make sure, number one, you need to like buy up all the weapons that you would like to buy up now and then tell everyone that you accidentally lost them in like a horrible boating accident and they're at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> and you can never find them again. But make sure that you have iTarget Pro so you can t- properly train inside the comfort and safety of your own home. Uh, it pays for itself in the first use because you're saving a tremendous amount of money in range fees and in, of course, ammunition, uh, which obviously you need to have. But keep it and store it and use iTarget Pro to uh, to practice. You're practicing dry firing, which is going to help with all sorts of stuff because, as you know, if you shoot, every single gun is different. They have a different trigger pull, and it's important that you learn your weapon. Uh, you got to go there. It is iTargetPro.com. Use promo code NEWS to get 10% off and free shipping. Guys, this is a great, great Father's Day present. It, I'm telling you, it pays for itself. It's less expensive than a few hours at the range. You got to go there. It is the letter iTargetPro.com. Promo code NEWS. MSNBC, they're doing such good journalisming over at MSNBC. They are a, they tried to investigate why many Hispanic Americans are turning away from Democrats and voting for Republicans. Who could have guessed? And uh, reporter Paola Ramos blamed really, really toxic culture wars and paranoia. They say it's just paranoia against communism and socialism, watch. What drove many Latino voters towards Trumpism in 2020 was this fear of socialism. But what we found now, two years later, is that the way that this country is being polarized, right, with the disinformation, with these really, really toxic culture wars, with the extremism, all of that is feeding off that fear of socialism and communism. I think what was particularly striking was the way that that's playing out in the classrooms, right? You, 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 you see many Latina moms that perhaps were in the sidelines for many years. Um, we found many that were apolitical. We found many that used to be Obama supporters, former Democrats, and now, because of these culture wars, paired with this fear of socialism, they're they're awake. They're in the school board meetings, right? They're disrupting the school board meetings, and that is because um, they not only believe in these traditional values, but now their paranoia is that 
this idea of communism is infiltrating the classrooms. And that is sort of the new Latina voter that I'm starting to see in Florida. First of all, I wish that someone had told her that she was about to go on television so she could have like grabbed a hairbrush or something. But um, you know, it's interesting, especially because this particular conversation was about Latino voters in Florida. I actually am very offended that she didn't say Latinx or Latinx. Latinx. I thought oh, that that's what we were supposed to use, the masculine uh, version, which mm. is very offensive as we are told. Um, but it's just funny because she's talking about Florida. It's like, yeah, because most of the Hispanics and Latinos in Florida are from freaking Cuba. Mm -hmm. And they know what socialism is and they know what communism is and their families escaped it and they don't want that crap here. But please feel free to tell them what they should and uh, shouldn't be feeling. Well, you know, at the end of the day, like the elephant in the room, I keep using that word, but pure equality is communism. That's what they want. If they want us to all be equal, they basically want us to be all communists and have nothing and own nothing. And like uh, Klaus Schwab, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. I mean, literally, they don't want us to have any sort of independence. It's like out of Brave New World. You won't even be able to love one another. That's it. That's the kind of what they want in the future. Sorry, putting my tinfoil hat. But it's literally communism is what they want. They might say it's not what they want, but that is secretly when they preach equality, it's basically communism that they want. I guess what occurs to me, though, listening to somebody like that is why, why would a journalist or a writer or whoever that's not expressly left-wing or right-wing have an interest in why people are not voting the way that they want them to vote? If you're supposed to be impartial and not biased and you're supposed to be able to put that to the side when you're doing your job, which is technically what you should be able to do as a journalist, that's what you get taught in journalism in school. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a part of your ethics. Uh, it is always interesting to me to hear them be like, but why are they not Democrat? <laughs> Fam, I mean, this is, I think it's pretty straightforward that <laughs> the Democrats suck. The, the policies that they institute don't help anybody, and you have to be kind of perhaps missing a chromosome or two to not realize that. I, you know, it, it's interesting too because um, just looking at the the polling in, in the last several months, there was one poll from March that uh, showed Republicans making really strong gains among Hispanics and Blacks as Joe Biden's favorability rating continues to collapse. Which goes to your point, Sydney, that like, well, I mean, what is the alternative here? Like, the Democrats are not offering anything. No. Joe Biden has been horrible. They've seen uh, the state of the economy, the state of gas prices, and inflation. Um, and then, but then a separate poll just from May found that 65% of Hispanics. Said that they support a temporary closure of the United States-Mexico border in order to help curb illegal immigrant crossings, which is like they they the Democrats can't possibly fathom that like legal Hispanics mm -hmm. don't want illegals sneaking over the border. Like if they can't, they're like, no, but they but they both have brown skin. <laughs> they have to think the same thing. And it's like, guys, like we're here the right way. Why would we want complete strangers and criminals coming over our border, bringing drugs and human trafficking and all of that other stuff? They can't, they're like brown, brown, same. Well, she just nailed it. She, Miss Ramos said that tr traditional family values is bad mm -hmm. basically. And that's not bad. Tradition never graduates. She used to say in school, like tradition is good. We should have traditions. We should stay with traditions. But to them, traditional family values is toxic. But you know what? That's a great point because it is. It's they've the Democrats have gone uh, radical on abortion, on the LGBTQ stuff, on all of these things that uh, traditional Hispanic families do not appreciate. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, traditional like Black African American families are the same way. Yes. So exactly. it'll be really interesting to see. I mean, look. 
they may fortify the next election a little bit. If but no, like, that's what you do. No, 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 that's what you ever. do when the election is safe and secure. You fortify, is that you fortify it. it. If they that's do, just how it works. seriously, going into like this year, like the the midterms and going into the next election, I, even though I know the elections are so safe and very accurate and yeah. very on 100%. point, there's never if ever no ever one, been a case of voter fraud. No, if in a hypothetical situation, um, uh, I vote were to be stolen, which I'm not saying ever has happened ever oh, no. at any That's point. A, okay, Maybe in Jones. Europe or but something. But if okay, yeah. governments yeah. and states don't take measures to make sure that doesn't happen again, after they've had much time to do something, I am going to be P-I-S-S-E-D because I'm well, sorry you can humans ju- you can in, the, in the room. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Because I love that she like the 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 words that you definitely can't say she just says, and the words that you can say she's like I'll be careful with this one. And I know. Spell it's it out. Conf- listen, it's confusing because I don't know, I don't know what is considered a, a no no and what's okay. Like when I said I'll rooster it up, I was like I don't bloody know if I can say this the c o c word. I don't know. But see, said this is your problem. You're I still suffering. You're still suffering slightly from what is called cognitive dissonance, where you yeah. know the government lies to us, but you still think they're mm. going to have our back. See, that's the problem. Is there? Oh, I don't um, mean the federal government. No, they're totally rooted. Of I, I mean the, the the states. But but this is the thing. And I don't trust them either. I yeah. hate everyone equally. I'm just saying that you know, if you're not a potato. I could give you a million examples, just like, you know, the war in the Middle East killed a million Muslims over weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist. So the mm-hmm. government, they can literally put their agenda across, and we know, oh, well, you lied to us, and they will never face consequences. So with yeah. elections, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah. All That's right. comforting. Uh, yeah. Well, on that <laughs> note of optimism, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Kentucky Senate Democrat nominee Charles Booker released uh, an ad attacking Senator Rand Paul. This is Rand Paul's opponent. So he released an ad attacking Senator Rand Paul. <laughs> I can't even say this. With the suggestion that Rand Paul is like super pro-lynching. Watch. The pain of our past <laughs> persists to this day. In Kentucky, like many states throughout the South, lynching was a tool of terror. It was used to kill hopes for freedom. It was used to kill my ancestors. Now, in a historic victory for our commonwealth, I have become the first black Kentuckian to receive the Democratic nomination for U.S. Senate. My opponent, the very person who compared expanded health care to slavery. The person who said he would have opposed the Civil Rights Act. The person who single-handedly blocked an anti-lynching act from being federal law. The choice couldn't be clearer. Do we move forward together? Or do we let politicians like Rand Paul forever hold us back and drive us oh, apart? No. Oh no. That was I wanted to see how it ended. Did he did he go through with it? No, I don't know. Uh, did no. he kick the chair? We did, need to know. Yeah, I mean no one else was doing that to him cuz that that doesn't happen. Like we all have equal rights now. So I want to know who why, like how is he okay? Did we get a mental check? Like I, I need to know these things. Rand Paul's um, a libertarian as well, fam. Like, he's well, also like, yeah, because yeah. he and he like, said it, it was sloppily written and that it could lead lead to uh, excessive sentencing for minor infractions, which I'm told the Democrats like are all about criminal justice reform. Yeah. But that he's going to pretend that that Rand Paul is pro lynching, as if we really needed. Look. 
There are a lot of issues plaguing our society, but none so big as the lynching problem that and we nobody have in is, the United nobody States. Nobody is pro-lynching. Nobody <laughs> in the world is pro-lynching. And on top of that, this guy hired the same publicist as Bubba Wallace and as Jesse Smollett. So, I mean, just the fact that he put the noose on his neck, this is what I talk about quite a bit on my show, is that is what that is a perfect example of what is called trauma-based mind control. Mm-hmm. He's meant to put that in, in order to invoke a response to make you scared to think you are going to be have a noose around your neck. That was literally done to scare people. So these people aren't like about love. That is literally all about hate. Um, I just terrible. don't understand how this is the way that, how this is the methodology, or this is the methodology you choose to convince people to vote for you. Propaganda. Well, it's not even just that it's propaganda. It's like, let it go, fam. Like, just as, in fact, on the, on the um, West Coast, more white people were lynched during this period of time than black people. So, I don't know, should we see, like, white people walking around with, with little nooses around their neck to make a point? No. It's like, let it go. We're, we're literally living in 2022 now. It's time to let this go and come up with a f- bloody... I nearly said the F word, sorry. See, I... I she, so, again, mm. spells out the word piss, yeah. but wants to drop F-bombs. It's like, can we move on from this, please? Like, can you find a new talking point? Like, can we find something new to make your point to... If you want to actually be a, a, a functional member of Congress or the Senate or whatever, you want to be a functional person in Parliament, in government... Can you actually get some original talking points and actually talk about things that matter? Because I'm 98% sure, like you said, who's out here lynching people? No, well, the progressive is really regressive. And like, listen, I was a substitute teacher and I got fired for you teaching. You were a teacher? For CRT, because oh, I went thing. on a field trip and I had the white kids pick cotton and I got fired for that. And so You I, did not. Yeah, you know, obviously I'm joking. What I'm saying is that's why CRT, all this stuff that, you know, they try to act like they're progressive, they literally want to go back to the worst parts of our culture and put a magnifying glass yes. on it. Yes, so. stuff that like 98% I love 98% something that I would assume a large portion of people don't support anyway it's being cotton though I didn't know that this is so dumb I didn't know that grew out of the ground because I just never thought about it and when I was driving to Missouri uh, we were at, we were in Oklahoma, and uh, I wanted to just go to the little cotton things on the road and I took myself some cotton and it's amazing now it's in my house that's it's in a your shirt. lovely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but I like also, lynching is already like it's what the Democrats do. They just want to make things more illegaler. Like they're yeah, like, but yeah, if we good. just make it, but what if we make it double illegal, and then maybe don't we'll stop do there, something. Sarah. Triple illegal. Whoa! Now you're crazy talk. That is crazy. Quadruple illegal. Holy crap! Whoa! Game like, changer, guys. Like this is. I mean, it's just virtue signaling at this point. Criminals are going to be criminals. Well, lynching uh, is racism murder, is against not? black people is not like a, a huge problem in the grand scheme of problems in this country. And like maybe we should just not virtue signal about it. Right well, now. I mean, murder is a legal right, and lynching mm-hmm. somebody would okay, but be ha- murder. But has anyone? <laughs> but has anyone told? the criminals, that murder is illegal. Maybe they just don't know. Uh, You know what? Maybe the the lynchers just don't know. Didn't get to their permanent addresses. Do they have permanent addresses? Well, when we speak about the double double thing, though, I want to talk about the abortion thing because these people that want to have abortion up into the third trimester, if a drunk driver hits a pregnant woman and kills her and the baby, they get charged with double manslaughter. So these rules don't even make sense, yet that same baby to them, they would like to abort up into nine months. So they don't follow rules, Sarah. You know this is all about virtue signaling, anti-lynching. Everybody knows hanging a person is illegal, so that's not what well, they're... Well, because it's, it's murder. 
Exactly. Okay, but all right. Yeah, okay. Just, just, but just can <laughs> we, along with lynching, we really do need to get to what I would say is probably the most in, uh, important story of the day, which is um, that, uh, look, California reparations report, because, you know, Gavin Newsom had uh, an agency. They, like, created a, a, a board and they were, like, examining uh, racism and how they can best help with reparations. Uh, well, they have decided, they've come to a solution, you guys. They are demanding tree planting in black neighborhoods for shade equity. Wow. So, you know, we just don't have enough shade equity in it's this country. It's not fair. It's not no. fair. Where it's not are fair. all the trees? Mm, Newsom, you know what? Maybe if he, if he stopped uh, stealing the gum trees from Australia and planting them in California, maybe then you would have more shade equity. Well, air conditioning is going to be illegal, so sh the tree shade is the only way you're going to be able to stay cool in California. I like the that they pick the, uh, the very flammable trees, though, to plant. That's that's really cool. So I this like that. so this is so this is what they so this is how they're getting to this is a lot of mental gymnastics here. It's a 500 page report. Wow, that wow. sounds like a really interesting report <laughs> that I'll never read. Uh, it was released <laughs> after Gavin Newsom signed this legislation in 2020. They formed that task force and uh, they said that uh, tree demolishing in black neighborhoods for highway construction uh, says that climate change makes these areas hotter. So because they are like demolishing these neighborhoods for construction, which is weird because if it's now a highway, it's not a neighborhood. So the, the tree, the lack of trees should not matter. So I don't know. But of course they had to throw climate change in there as well. But they said that uh, cities, inner cities are hotter because of heat islands. And so black people are disproportionately and impacted by the heat. And also the crap ton of human beings that live in cities. Uh, pretty sure they make a lot of heat and cars. And I hate these people. Why are you pro-black uh, hey, people yeah. being hot? I'm anti-homelessness at this point as well. I hate everyone. You're you're pro wow. you're you're pro black sweating. You, you know what though? Uh, I will say that at I've least an increase in melanin means that you can probably handle that heat a little better. Whereas I go in the sun and immediately blister and turn into a lobster human. Well, you know, it's just funny. <laughs> Beige that lives matter. Hmm? Yeah, that's true. But California has the best weather in America. I mean, arguably, uh, but they're going to say that it's terrible, the worst because of climate change. But this is what they do: is they want to pander. They think trees are going to solve the problem when we have horrible inflation, horrible gas prices. Prices. Massive amounts of homelessness. And all they're going to talk about is growing more trees. Yeah, but do you, you don't know what it's going to do until they put the trees there. Maybe it'll solve all of the problems that you're talking about, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's go Trees ahead for inflation. Yes, take let's a, go. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. Like... You guys are going to be really excited about this one. Uh, we were talking about what Ron DeSantis is doing, trying to protect kids from the trans agenda. Well, a Pizza Hut, remember the Pizza Hut book club they've had for a very long time. Uh, they're promoting, you know, reading for kids. It's The program started in 1984, and uh, they provide the children with a free pizza if they complete a monthly reading goal. Well, um, they are now uh, incentivizing kids starting in pre-K, it's pre-K through sixth grade, to read uh, a book called Big Wig, which is about a child who becomes a drag performer. So. I wouldn't know how to read if it wasn't for Pizza Hut teaching me, so I just want to say thank you so much, Pizza Hut, because it was those pizzas monthly that encouraged me to read. But unfortunately, I still read at a sixth grade level, so that's the only, that's the only problem. Well, I stopped trying after that. Well, maybe the, maybe the prize goes by level. 
because it is pre-K through six, which is their program. So if you if you say, I still only read at a sixth grade level, can I still have the free pizza? I've Maybe already read this book, though. That's the problem. I love <laughs> any any drag book like that. Yeah, I read it You've as soon read as it. it comes out. This yeah. is the way they give you food for reading. Yes, you get pizza. Yes. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, just just FYI, Pizza Hut also participated in a um, CRT thing in classrooms where they basically had teachers talk to their students about why all the white kids were oppressing the black kids. I taught that class. What does that <laughs> yeah. have to do with pizza? I don't know. It's but, a mystery. I don't know. Cheese is from Italy. Italians are whiteish, and but Sarah, they're Mediterranean. you're young. We're all young, like. We everything. ate pizza. That was the motivational tool for everything. Yeah. You got a pizza party. Do you remember yeah. that? That's yeah. just, It's just what it is. American childhood sound very strange. It is. But I'm telling you, they use pizza as a motivation tool for good behavior. Because I remember I never got to we, go to they a good behavior like, just, pizza They were just like, we won't let you get bitten by snakes. <laughs> <laughs> typically, they're that it uh, I can't relate right. to any of this. We, the, we just weren't threatened, you know, with kangaroo beatings. You guys ate, what's wow. the gross stuff? Vegemite? You guys got free Vegemite? You take you that acted? back. You put those words back in your face. I want right, to try it. I've never tried it. I will bring you a jar. Next, next time I'm a vegetarian so bring it I'll, I'll it, it. It's I have heard yeast extract no Ew. it's delicious you will you will all shush and love it I hope I hope Aussies watch your shows you just put it on bread yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so you put butter on and then a little bit of Vegemite and then avocado game changer cooking yeah. with Sydney Watson <laughs> coming first. soon <laughs> on the blaze alright thanks guys we'll see you Monday Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.